We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. What's up, guys? This is the Uncontested Podcast, covering the Oklahoma City Thunder. This podcast is ran by Jacob, Nick, Justin, Taylor, and Kamiar. Listen to future episodes on your favorite podcast streaming service like iTunes or Spotify. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating. This is Lou Dort. You're listening to the Uncontested What is up? Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast. We are part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the official podcast of BoomtownHoops.com. This is Jacob Niffin. I wanted to come your guys' way with a special episode today. We typically drop episodes every Thursday and Monday mornings, but we have a little special one for you today. Our own Nick Crane has been lucky enough to be a part of Thunder Media Days. It's been multiple days as they've been, they've been spreading it out over the entire week. And today on Friday, we got to talk to a couple of the big guns, Shea Gilgis-Alexander and George Hill. So we wanted to get you guys that audio. We know Shea is kind of going to be the face of the franchise moving forward now as they start to rebuild, use all those draft picks. Shea has been talked up very highly by both his coach and his general manager. He's going to be given ample amounts of opportunity this season. And so we really wanted you guys to be able to hear Shea, and veteran George Hill, who maybe is going to stay around for a while, maybe will get traded, we'll see. Um, Both of them get to talk to the media, so I'm going to patch you over there. Also, one quick programming note wanted to let you guys know about. Preseason basketball is going to be here within a week, 
And as it approaches, the uncontested is changing our schedule just a bit. We will no longer have our usual Thursday morning podcast. Instead, we will be doing our typical post-game podcast after every single Thunder game, both preseason and regular season. And then we'll have our typical Sunday night group podcast that is now being streamed on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. So you can catch us live stream Sunday night. If you miss it, we still podcast those episodes. But then instead of the Thursday morning pods, we will have post-game podcasts after every single Thunder game. They're typically 20 to 30 minute quick hitters. So be on the lookout for those as well. Uh, Without further ado, let's get you over to Shea and George Hill. All right. First, we're going to start off with a Joe Masada with the Oklahoman. Go ahead, Joe. Hey, Shay, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing okay. Um, w- when we talked to Sam earlier this week, he mentioned that these trades, in a way, sort of cleared the path for you to be the guy and the primary option on this team. And I'm just wondering um, how you're going to embrace that role and how you're looking forward to that this season. Yeah, um, obviously, it's something that I'm excited about. Um, and I think I've worked hard enough to, to deserve that um, responsibility and trust from, from Sam and, and the rest of the front office, the rest of the coaching staff. Um, but really, I'm just ready to take advantage of the opportunity I've been given. Um, and there's so many opportunities in this, this game that I've been blessed to, to have in my first two and a little bit of years in the NBA, and I'm just thankful. Similar to that point, just what was your reaction to the trade, specifically losing Chris, who I know is a pretty big mentor of yours? Yeah, um, obviously there's been talks about trade being, I mean, Chris being on the market. Uh, even when we started last year, um, I kind of knew the day would eventually come where I don't play with Chris anymore. It just happened sooner rather than later. Um, and honestly, he was he was great help to me in my second year. Um, I got a brother for life. Um, and and I'm, like I said, I'm thankful for, for being his teammate once again. I know he's taught me so many things that I'll, I'll definitely take forward in the rest of my career. Thanks. Thanks, Shane. Next up, we're going to go to uh, Cliff Brent at the Associated Press. Go ahead, Cliff. Yeah, Shay, uh, what did you focus on in this shortened offseason? Oftentimes, young guys come back much different physically or with a different skill of some kind, but this was compressed, a shorter offseason. What did you focus on as you prepared for this uh, new role? Yeah, my biggest thing was um, getting my body ready um, for the bigger task at hand. Um, in terms of loads and things like that. Um, so I put on a little bit of weight. Um, I got in better shape. I uh, played a little bit more. Um, just being just being ready for the opportunity. Um, and I think obviously I have certain skills and, and just fine tuning those and, and sharpening those up and then being ready to do it for a full 48 minutes if need be. Thank you. Next, we're gonna go to uh, Nick Gallo, okcthunder.com. Shay, uh, over the last couple of years, just uh, what do you think you've um, learned defensively and uh, and what do you hope to do, kind of take that next step on that end of the floor this season? Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing is how much toll it takes on you uh, to, to play at a high level on both ends of the floor. Um, the greatest players in the games do it and, and ultimately that's where I want to get to, so I know I got to do it. Uh, but yeah, that's one of the things I focused on in this short little offseason, getting my body ready to to be the best that I can be on both ends of the floor. Next up, Logan Newman, Thunderwire. 
I was actually just going to ask that same type of question. So you can pass me. Thanks. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. In that case, Alex Roy, go ahead. Hey, Shay, uh, so much of last year's success was uh, was given to the, the veteran leadership of guys like Chris and Stephen Adams. Um, kind of a two-part question. Can you kind of give me your philosophy on team leadership um, and then also maybe how you guys or you, the younger guys now uh, plan to kind of implement your leadership on this team? You're talking about this year or last year? I'm talking about how you guys are going to implement your leadership on on the team this year. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so for me personally, um, obviously being so close and alongside Chris, um, one of the best leaders to ever play the game, I've picked up a few things. Um, but I think we have such a, a young group of guys um, that we can all learn from each other and all get better from each other. Um, and then we also have a, a few veterans that have, that have been in this league for a long time that know the ins and outs and the, the do's and the don'ts. Um, so I think, yeah, for the young guys, it'll be like every year learning, getting better. And then for the older guys, just guiding us through the process. Thank you. Thank you, Shane. Next up, we're going to go to Adam Francisco. Go ahead. Adam, it looks like you're unmuted. Go ahead, Adam. It looks like we're having trouble with Adam. Next, we'll go to uh, Julian Mulpit. Go ahead. Yeah, hi, Shay. Thank you for being here. Um, I wanted to ask you, I have a very good friend of mine that keeps telling me, you know, the tender is going to shock the world once again. We're going to defy the odds. So um, my, question, my question is, uh, how do you think OKC is going to perform this season? You're obviously rebuilding, but this time we have the play-in system. The, the 10th place can, can make you go to the playoff. Do you think that you can still be uh, a very good team in this jungle that is the Western Conference? Yeah, um, we're all NBA players, just like the rest of the teams. Um, we all run, jump, bleed, breathe the same way that the rest of the teams do. Um, so I don't feel like we're at a huge disadvantage. Um, I think our main focus uh, as a group is just to get better every day. Um, and never be static and never be satisfied and just always try to get better, like I said. Um, and I think everything else will take care of itself, whether it's the playoffs, whether it's not the playoffs, it doesn't matter. As long as we're getting better, we'll be, we'll be all right. Okay, thank you. Andrew Schleck, go ahead with your question for Shay. Shay, you got to work with uh, Coach Degnault last year, and now he's the head coach this year. What are some of the things that he can do to, to help the development of the team? Yeah. Um, my biggest thing about coach, coach Mark, um, players coach, um, he's willing to do whatever it is to, to have a good relationship with his players, make sure his players are comfortable. Um, and coaches like that, ultimately you, you want to play for and you want to play, play harder for, and you really feel like they're part of the group. It's not coaches, coaching players. You guys feel like one big family. Um, and that's the biggest thing I've noticed with him is, is he's, he's really hands-on and he'll be great for us. All right. Next, uh, next up, uh, Joe Musato with the Oklahoman. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, Shay. I, I know you know you played point guard throughout high school and, and in college and in your rookie year, but didn't have the chance to play it much last year. Do you still see yourself as a long-term point guard? And 
if so, are you excited to to be back in that role? Yeah, um, I absolutely do. Um, I think that's when I'm most comfortable and at my best um, at the point guard position. Um, and I think last year only gave me an opportunity um, to develop in other areas that I didn't didn't think I needed to. Uh, you could say, and prior to my second year in the league. Um, but I, I just see it as a an opportunity that made me better. Um, and ultimately, to win in the NBA, you you got to be able to to do multiple things, play on the ball, play off the ball. Um, and like I said, last year only made me a better all-around basketball player. Thanks, Shane. Last question for you here. We're going to go to uh, Ryan Chapman at the franchise. Go ahead, Ryan. Hey, Shay. Sam and Mark both kind of mentioned that uh, Mark has a vision for every player. Have you been able to kind of talk through what that's going to look like in building this offense or, around you this season? Um, yeah, we spoke briefly about it. Um, certain things uh, I like to get to in tendencies and stuff like that. Um, I do have a film session with him later today, so we'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I think me and me and Coach Mark are on the same page, and and like I, I think I can speak for him on this. I think our focus is just me as long, as, well, as well as the rest of the team, just to get better every day. Um, I feel like we have so many so many young guys that that right now in our careers we just want to get better and and eventually get to that next level. And that's our main focus. Thank you, Shea. Appreciate your time today. Thank you. All right, first up, uh, Joe Masada with the Oklahoman. Go ahead, Joe. Hey, George, how are you? How you doing? Doing okay, thanks. Um, just to start out, I just wanted to get your reaction to the, the trade and um, landing in Oklahoma City and, and what you expect, you know, being with the Thunder. It's a great opportunity, you know, to come here, um, even though the roster has been shaken up a little bit, uh, still have a good gr group of uh, young men um, here, you know, willing to learn and, and compete night in, night out. So uh, it's going to be a great opportunity for me to come in and try to be a leader and try to help these young guys. Um, speaking of those young guys, we just talked to Shay, and I don't know how, you know, familiar with this game that, that you are. And I know, you know, group workouts haven't started yet. But how can you help a guy like him as he, you know, kind of continues his path as, as being a featured point guard in this league? I mean, he has a bright future, um, has all the tangible things that he needs to be a great player. Um, you know, only thing I can really tell him is things and lead by example of the things that I've done that's been successful in my career to give me longevity. So um, he has all the tools. He's a little bit uh, better than I was when I was a, a young guy like himself. So. Uh, he's doing a great job so far figuring it out and learning how to be the best player he can. But uh, the things I think I can help him on is just being a leader uh, by example. Thanks, George. Next up, we're going to go to uh, Paris Lawson, OKCThunder.com. Go ahead, Paris. Hey, George, welcome to Oklahoma City. I just want to get your thoughts kind of as a veteran of this league, your initial impressions on kind of the character of this organization and your new team. Uh, I knew it was a great organization, you know, talking to other guys around the league who's come through here, um, like a Chris Paul, Paul George, and, and things like that have, you know, very uh, high things to say about this organization, the way it's run and the people that's running it. So um, having familiarity with Sam Presti uh, from, you know, back then when I was in San Antonio and, and you know, uh, Seattle and, and things like that, knowing the type of character guy he is, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to be here, to, to get another opportunity to impact the community and impact the team. Um, looking forward to it. 
Logan we Logan Newman with Thunderwire. Go ahead, Logan. Hey, George. Uh, after coming off the bench the last couple seasons for the Bucks, I was wondering if you've had any discussions here about what your role on the court will be. If you'll be starting, if you'll be playing more than the 22 minutes per game that you had in Milwaukee. Not really. You know, we haven't got into anything that team-wise, uh, you know, due to all the regulations and things that we have to do. But um, I've never been a big factor on starting or coming off the bench. It really doesn't matter to me. Um, I just want to compete night in and night out. Uh, do whatever the team asks me to do and do it at a high level. Back to Nick Gallo, OKCThunder.com. Go ahead, Nick. Hey, George. Welcome to Oklahoma City. Um, you just mentioned some of the, the COVID restrictions. Uh, from your perspective, what, what can you all do in these next few weeks to not let those things be a deterrence to the development of the group and, and kind of that continued improvement? I mean, the only thing we can do is just continue to be grateful, um, grateful of every situation. Uh, the guys that's in here in this gym right now that don't have it and things like that, um, just watching their surroundings and, and staying healthy and things like that. We know it's a, a horrible pandemic that we're going through that, you know, things can be a lot worse than it is. So just being grateful for the opportunity, embracing each moment and having fun doing it. Thanks, George. Next, uh, Cliff Brunt with the AP. Yeah, Georgia, you obviously have had a lot of success and you've had quite a bit of longevity in your career. What drives you at this point in your career more than anything? Uh, like I told, I had a conversation with Mark and the things that really drive me are just impacting cities and communities and things like that. Um, we can't promise wins or losses and, and things like that, but we can promise that we can play hard night in and night out and impact the community. And that's the biggest thing. Um, anytime we can get out and change the whole community and uh, show them who we are about as far as what we stand for. And I think, you know, OKC has done a great job of, you know, branching out into communities and really setting a platform here to let the players be who they are and also embracing every moment that they got. So um, it's a great opportunity to be here. It's a great opportunity to be in this organization that, you know, only been around for 12 years and, and still trying to find its legacy. So uh, to get an opportunity to be a part of that and get your fingerprints here in this community is going to be big. Last one here, we're going to go to uh, Joe Masato with the Oklahoman. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, George, along those lines, obviously you and the Bucks played such an important role um, in the bubble with, with your powerful message and, you know, combating racism and, and social injustices. I, I was just wondering, you know, a few months removed from that, like how, how can that still be a topic of conversation um, heading into this new season? I mean, it's always going to be a talk of conversation because it's something that you fight day in and day out. Um, but the better thing that we, the most thing that we can do is all continue to come together and try to figure out each other's differences and try to figure out how we can make them all one. Um, treat everyone with the same respect that you want to be treated with. Uh, and that's going to take a, coll a collective uh, group of people to do it. So it's not one individual that's going to change it. It's going to take you know, multiple people getting out, learning who each other are and loving each other, no matter what their political views or, or where their background is. Thank you, George. We appreciate the time today. Thank you guys so much. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. 
relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.